Hello and welcome to another episode of Two Guys and a Chainsaw. I'm Todd. And I'm Craig. Well, Craig, we are continuing with requests. This request this week was one that you had seen I had not even heard of. Uh, but we want to thank Ryan for suggesting Beavers. I think that the reason we chose this one is after last week's really, really heavy movie, I, I specifically asked Craig, can we please just watch something goofy that I don't have to think about, I'm not going to care about? <laughs> <laughs> this pretty well fit the bill for me. So Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty nice. So, uh, yeah, I hadn't heard of it before, but but you'd seen this before. It just This is totally the kind of movie that I could see you were like on Netflix or Amazon Prime flipping through one night and going, ooh, Zombievers, let's check this one out. <laughs> Definitely, and that's exactly <laughs> what happened. I don't remember if I had heard of it or, or what, but, yeah, I think it came out on Netflix eventually at some point, and uh, I just thought it sounded hilarious I mean, come on like how can you go wrong with a title like Zombievers so uh, I watched it and I, I made my partner watch it with me and um, it's stupid it's a stupid movie yeah but it, it's it's uh, I kind of thought it was kind of hilarious and my partner didn't hate it either <laughs> which is good that's that's a pretty high bar actually actually watching it for this podcast is actually the third time i've seen it i oh. <laughs> i liked it enough <laughs> that i watched it again uh after you know it was one of those things where i was grading papers or something and i just needed something stupid in the background to put on and yeah so this is my third time watching it and again i'm just gonna put it out there it's dumb it's a dumb movie but it's one of those movies that it knows what it's doing you know yeah. like it's it's not trying to be something it's not it's trying to be a goofy stupid funny movie and mm-hmm. it is and that doesn't always work you know we've talked about that before how we've seen these goofy movies that are maybe trying too hard or you know something just doesn't it, it's just a chore to watch it's it's not really as funny or as interesting or as compelling as it thinks it is and you're kind of watching your, your your watch. I have to admit, I don't think that this movie really moved like I wanted it. Yeah, it's a little slow. It's a little slow, and and the action isn't that intense. I don't know. I I, but part of it's just you know they're beavers, <laughs> right? So what 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 all can you do with beavers? But I I still enjoyed it. I mean, it's only like an hour and twenty minutes long, so it's not long yeah. at all. You know, it's goofy, it's funny. You know what you're getting into. You just have to sit through a lot of beaver jokes, like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they even comment on it in the movie, like, all right, enough of the beaver jokes. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, but they kept coming. <laughs> they did. I, I'll say the same thing. You know, watching it this time around and really, you know, sitting and watching and paying attention and taking notes and stuff, I really thought, you know, the first, like you said, it's like an hour, 15, hour, 20 minutes. The first 30, 40 minutes. Uh, feel free to get up and go to the bathroom or get a beer or whatever. <laughs> like, you're not going to miss much. But when it gets to... The beavers? The stuff with <laughs> the zombie beavers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I, by the way, I have to knock this off of my list of things, too. We had Marker Boner a couple weeks ago. Zombie <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> beavers. Another thing to tick off. <laughs> I don't know how many more subjects we could possibly cover in this podcast, but I feel like we're going through the whole encyclopedia and beyond. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. It, but when you when you get to that stuff, I thought it was really fun. And like there's a lot of really fun stuff. You know, cuz these zombie beavers, they're puppets and Yeah, but uh, 
But that was what was great about them, actually. Like, I was really worried when we went into this it was mostly going to be CGI because ah, that stuff just ends up looking so cheap and it just makes right. the movie, like, horrible. And these were honest-to-goodness zombie beaver puppets straight <laughs> out of the Jim Henson... Well, maybe Jim Henson's younger brother's factory. But you know, yeah, still. right. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's funny because, like, you know, like, these beavers are attacking and you can tell that it's... Just somebody's arm up in a beaver puppet, just shaking the beaver puppet at the, you know, like, ah! Like. Yeah. It's, its head's just moving sideways, back and forth, yeah. back and forth. The, the mouth barely opens. <laughs> There's not a lot to it. There are even some interesting effects later where they do some things like that we see a lot in the zombie genre. They try to pull it off with a beaver with somewhat limited success, like... I'm thinking about the the scene in the kitchen where the girl is up on the counter and yeah. when her when her beaver is getting attacked by the beaver. <laughs> and of course, I'm very focused on that aspect of the scene that I almost missed the fact that as the zombie that she has like she I guess she kind of swiped at it somehow cut it in half. Yeah. As it's crawling across the counter, its body is separating, you know. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, the effect they were going for it, and I was happy that they were trying something like that. But the effect just looked looked, um, yeah, not that great. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was funny. I I just think it's it's corny, uh, and it it works for me. It's not hmm. a great movie. I'm not going to push this movie as like some sort of masterpiece because it's certainly not. You know, no. and, and there it certainly has lots of flaws. But are you sure? Just I... something to just something to sit back and mindlessly watch and have some laughs and. And I would highly recommend alcohol. I think that, that <laughs> uh, that's going to enhance your experience uh, significantly. That's also a, a whole other subcategory of movies that we have that we've kind of established on this <laughs> podcast as Definitely. well, right? Ones you need some kind of controlled substance with, and the other ones that you can just watch on their own. This is this is definitely a party movie yeah. for sure. Well, it, it's the the plot is so simple. I mean, if we wanted to, we could you know, summarize the plot in 30 seconds, you know, a bunch of kids go out to a cabin and get attacked by zombievers. I mean, that's, that's it. Yeah. If we want to, you know, be a little bit more specific. Yeah. (laughs) We want to, we want to like analyze this script for Oscar consideration. It opens up with this hilarious scene where you see uh, this truck and it's a medical research facility truck. And these two, hillbilly isn't quite the right word you know like they look like somebody they look like gas station attendants from the midwest or something like that you know the drivers of this truck and they just have this dialogue that i am 100 percent confident was made up on the spot like i can i just imagine (laughs) that they filmed probably an hour of these guys just you know, shooting the bull, you know, making up these goofy stories, trying to make each other laugh. And it's so funny. And like I said, this is the third time I've seen this movie. And it was the first time that I realized that one of these guys is John Mayer. Did you rec- Did you notice yeah. that? 
<laughs> well, I actually recognize the other guy, Bill Burr, because I've watched several of his comedy specials. Like, uh, he does stand-up. And uh, I don't know, he might have a TV show or something. But no, I mean, John Mayer, I guess he's got a mustache on and glasses and a hat. I'm not that familiar with John Mayer, but I thought they kind of disguised him a little bit to the point where yeah. I had to look it up to know that was him. Yeah, for sure. I didn't know he was that funny. No, he is funny. And they're just talking, and, like, it's just so random. You know, I dated a guy once... Could I hear all about it? I mean, there's not a lot to tell. It's like one of the easiest weeks of my life other than the sex. That was brutal. You know, it's not the dick, it's the whiskers, man. It just creeps you out. You know, we just agreed on everything. Want to get some beers? Yeah. Want to watch the game? Absolutely. Yeah, beers. And we watch the game. I hear a lot of myself in this story. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I, I can only imagine that the, these guys just had a blast, just cracking each other up with these ridiculous stories. In fact, at the end of the movie, there are bloopers, and and you see some of the outtakes, and it just looks like they were just having a great time. But anyway, at what at one point, the guy who's driving is on his phone, and John Mayer says, "Hey, you see that deer?" And he's like, "Uh, yeah, I see it." When he's totally not looking at the road at all, <laughs> and and then he he hits the deer and it just explodes and it's gory it's great you know like the blood and guts are dripping off the front of the truck and stuff and but a, a big drum you know uh, of something flies out of the back of their truck into the river which we've seen a million times it's how all these zombie movies yeah return start. of the living dead too <laughs> right that's how it all starts out and then there's what i thought was a really great credits opening credits sequence yeah. that was partially animated you know like as this drum is floating down the river you know superimposed over that there's this uh animated sketch i guess uh, and it's very scooby-doo-esque you know with like the animated zombievers chasing around you know those rascally kids and i just thought it was cute i just thought it was a really good way to kind of set the tone of the movie yeah it set the tone and it's really that kind of humor this almost stand-up, I don't want to say stand-up, but almost Saturday Night Live level humor sometimes is coming through. The dialogue's pretty witty. Sometimes it's a little silly. There's like three writers on it, but Jordan Rubin is the director, and he's one of the main writers, and I guess he and uh, Al Kaplan and John Kaplan sat around probably over a few beers yeah. in a Denny's or something and came up with the idea for this movie. But he's been, he wrote for The Man Show, you know, Adam Carolla's show that was on uh -huh, TV, uh -huh. Crank Yankers, um, a lot of comedy. He's done big time writing for comedy, like for movie awards and, and Comedy Central and stuff like that. And this is actually his very first film, so feature film. And so uh, it was really, I think it showed, like the quality of the writing and the quality of the jokes, it was a couple notches above what we sometimes see in this kind of movie. Yeah. You know, it's, it's yeah. a little, it's, it's modern, it's a little hip, it's a little ironic, it's a little millennial, and it works. It worked for me, actually. Even though the delivery was sometimes a little uneven, the acting was sometimes yep. a little uneven, um, the jokes were funny. Like, I probably would have read this script and laughed out loud at so much of it. Uh, that I probably didn't laugh out loud at on the screen, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree, and you're right. The acting is, uh, I don't know, it's okay. It's not terrible, but, you know. No, it's not terrible. We we follow primarily these three girls. There's Mary, who's played by Rachel Melvin, who is from Days of Our Lives. Don't ask me how I know that. 
because I won't tell you. <laughs> and and she's kind of like I don't know. She's the one, <laughs> the pretty one who wears glasses. Okay, and yeah. then there's Zoe, who's like the smart mouth slutty one Mm -hmm. and then there's jen who's the sensitive blonde one and zoe's played by courtney palm jen is played by lexi atkins i didn't recognize them from anything i looked at their pages didn't recognize anything they've been from but you know three pretty girls great yeah doing some kind of weird southern accent that comes and goes (laughs) I, I, i was trying to figure that out right like at times zoe would sound a little southern but then it would stop and that I were they like in the middle of filming and she decided she needed to add a little bit of this to some of her earlier scenes or something? I don't know. I, I don't know. And they're, they're supposed to be from Indiana, right? Like, do people in Indiana have a southern accent? Yeah, I don't know. It's not really, no. I don't know if they were trying, you know, maybe the, the cabin in the woods environment was inspiring them to get all southern. I guess. Because then you got a couple other guys in here who are really like stereotypical redneck guys walking around who really lay it on thick. Yeah. But again, it's it's Indiana. I guess, well, it's just, it's the woods, so. Right, well, and they try to, you know, they set it up like it's like this backwoods kind of area. There, There's a very brief scene. You know, they're all driving there, and they're just talking, and we, you kind of get the idea that Jen is sad because she's crying in the bathroom because her boyfriend cheated on her or something. And so... They're going on this girl's trip to get past all that, I guess. And as they're driving, we cut to this other scene where it says, Welcome to Ashwood, which apparently is where they're going. And there's this kid fishing. He looks like he's about 15 years old, and he's wearing a number one dad hat, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah, what was that all about? <laughs> <laughs> Real non sequitur there. Yeah, he gets attacked by something, and like, it's. POV for the first half of the movie uh, with these attacks and like you just hear kind of these grumbles like you know (laughs) (laughs) and you know beaver attacks and they get there and uh, there it's um, Mary's cousin's cabin it's just this you know nice ish you know like not posh but a decent cabin on the lake and that one of the they they meet the neighbor lady who comes over and talks to them and there's a funny exchange um because zoe the bad one is kind of messing with the neighbor well we were supposed to have torrid getaway sex but jen's dad cheated on her so oh i see she's kidding mrs Gregerson. i am kidding none of us have had sex ever yeah oh it's okay mary my daughter's a total f***ing bitch, too. A real whore. Sometimes she brings people home. I don't even know what sex they are. And I'm not saying anything negative about them. I'm a very, very liberal woman. But my daughter is a real piece of work and not that attractive. <laughs> well, if you girls need anything, you know where to find us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just some funny stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, there was a lot of this little sort of subvert your expectations uh, going on in the movie, especially with some of these older characters. And uh, this scene was one of the scenes where I just kind of rolled my eyes at. I thought it was cute. And I, uh, once again, the writing was funny, but the delivery was just a little off. And maybe the editing, too. It just uh, it didn't work for me in that way. But uh, it was... 
at least some funny dialogue. They were going back and forth. And, you know, <laughs> this neighbor you think is going to have a big role to play in the movie. You know they're going to get attacked in this cabin. And yeah, the girls yeah. turn and look and wave at her husband. And they're literally like 50 feet away. Their cabin in this, at, at least in this shot, looks so close to this other house. But then when things start going down in the movie and these bad things are happening to the girl and they're running outside and they're running inside and things are breaking and whatnot, it now suddenly it's like their neighbor's house must be off in the distance somewhere because they can't even hear what's going on or they're looking through right. the window and barely seeing what what's happening over there. You know, I just... I want to say this was kind of a big failing of the movie for me was that the stakes just never seemed to be that high. The situations didn't seem to be that dire. I mean, yeah, they're getting attacked by zombie beavers, but I think the movie wanted us to think it was a bigger threat than it ended up kind of looking on screen. And so, like, leaving the neighbors out of it and not having them... Like, they they don't even run to the neighbor's house when they need help when they first, you know, run out of the house. And so all of that just felt a little off to me. You know, they'd set all this up in the beginning. They made a real point of bringing this woman out, showing you the, you know, the house over on the other side. And then it just kind of got forgotten until about the last uh, third of the movie or quarter of the movie when one of them ends up at that house. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, it's not, you know, it's not fine literature or anything. You know, it's not like the writing and the planning that went into the writing is that impressive so i i get what you're saying it it didn't bother me i mean they do end up over there eventually at some point and that lady shows up again in a fun way <laughs> yeah i mean i i get it I, if you're analyzing zombievers <laughs> and the motivation well, of the characters then yeah yeah maybe they should have run over there earlier craig if we're gonna make this last an hour like we usually do we gotta <laughs> Something. <laughs> I know, and it's funny because I'm just trying to get through stuff. Yeah, let's like, just let's just whiz through the plot, right? Okay, so they go swimming, and Zoe goes topless because she's the bad girl. So you get boobies, and uh, that was nice. Nice actually. boobies. Really yeah, she's got nice boobies. They they swim out to this you know kind of floating dock or whatever, and they're hanging out there, and then they notice this beaver dam, and Jen, the cutesy <laughs> blonde one, is like, "Oh, I love beaver." And, and so, first of all, they swim right up to it, which I don't think that I would do. Uh, that seems kind of no. Risky, <laughs> yeah, they swim right up to it and they get out and like they notice all this like green like gobbledygook all over it because obviously that's the waste or whatever it was from the medical facility. But they just think it's beaver pee. <laughs> <laughs> And so they're standing there talking about it, and they see an enormous grizzly bear. Yeah. They're all scared of it or whatever, but then this, like, mountain man, Smith, shows up and shoots his rifle, and the gun wrote, uh, or excuse me, the bear runs away, and he's kind of menacing and tells them that they should cover up and, like, criticizes their tattoos or whatever all of this is leading up to them hanging out and being very girly in the cabin and then they start hearing these scary noises outside and oh what's happening and so they go outside and it turns out that just their boyfriends have shown up um zoe has uh been in cahoots with the boyfriends to get them to show up they were all supposed to go together in the first place but then jen's 
boyfriend cheated on her, and so they canceled the boys, but now the boys are here. By the way, th- this would super annoy me. Like, if I were, I felt so bad for those girls. You got this, like, girls' day out or this guy's day out or, you know, a retreat you're going to do, and then suddenly all the boyfriends show up or all the girlfriends show up. Nothing is going to kill what you guys set out to do there quick, more quickly than just bringing over the mates, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. But it's something that you that would totally happen at that age, right? Yeah, you know, right. like it would. Somebody, somebody would think, uh, yeah, right, exactly. But anyway, okay, so the boys show up. Now, they're all coupled up. Now, Mary's boy is Tommy, and I don't know, he's just handsome and jockey. Like, that's all that he's got going for him. And then uh, Zoe's boyfriend is Buck, and he's the goofy, funny one. And Jen's boyfriend is Sam, and he's the cheater, and he is played by Hutch Dano. Did you read this, that he's the grandson of Royal Dano? Are you kidding me? No! No, I didn't see that! Yes, it's Royal Dano's grandson. Oh my goodness, we love Royal Dano. (laughs) Interestingly enough, Hutch Dano didn't even try a southern accent, did he? (laughs) No, I don't think so. And really, honestly, I don't know a whole lot about Royal Dano, except for that he was this old school kind of movie star, and we loved him in House 2. But I was just totally tickled by the fact that it was Royal (laughs) Dano's grandson, even though he's a douchebag in the movie. It's fine. Yeah, everybody's a douchebag in this movie. Pretty much. Yeah. And then they show up, and it's exactly what you would think it would be. You know, Buck and Zoe have loud sex, and... (laughs) You know, it's it's just all goofy, and and Jen, whose boyfriend Sam has cheated on her, she's got this picture on her phone that somebody had tagged her, a friend of a friend had tagged her in, and it's a picture of her boyfriend making out with somebody else, a brunette, but it's you can only see the back of the brunette's head. You can't see who it is. Mm-hmm. It's that for a second, like silly college cabin movie yeah the zombie beavers part couldn't have come along quick enough for me <laughs> oh no absolutely this is all just like you're kind of watching like okay we get it you know there's going to be some tension here there's going to be some tension here it's it's nothing we haven't seen before it's it's slightly shades of the descent right where they're trying to sure, sort of yeah, set up yeah. this thing and i'm thinking okay so later in this movie there's going to be a scene where these two girls are going to have to confront each other and one might do something bad to the other you know and that right it's not that intense because it's a comedy but you know there's a little bit of that and oh yeah okay i've maybe i've just seen so much of this stuff that i was ready to move past this and get to the zombie beavers and then the zombie beaver shows up in the bathtub yeah. And I'm just kind of wondering, did it come up through the drain? How did the beaver get in the house? <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask questions. Just go with it. You know I like to ask these questions. <laughs> okay, so Jen is in the bathroom, the pretty one. Of course, she takes off all of her clothes except for her innocent white cotton bra and panty set. Yeah. Then she opens up the shower, and there's a zombie beaver in there. Now, I I have to say, I loved these creature effects. I just thought they were so much fun. You know, they they look ratty and rabid and and diseased and and (laughs) white eyes and yeah. And they don't look particularly real, but there's a whole lot of motion. Like they move a lot. 
Yeah. And it really just looks like somebody's shaking them. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> like somebody's shaking a toy from underneath. Yeah. And, and you only kind of see them in glimpses. But I just thought they it looked so fun. Yeah. I don't know. They were just really fun effects. And when they would jump out at people or, you know, poke their heads through windows or up through the floor – or leap through the air at people and like get shot in midair. It's like weird stuff like the beavers probably can't do, but maybe zombie beavers can do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was funny. And like then it's nighttime. Well, okay. So I, I the first, there's just the one zombie beaver at first. And, uh, you know, Jen freaks out. And at first, nobody believes her or at least thinks she's overreacting. But then when they get in there and they see that it's messed up, like they all kind of freak out. And Tommy uh, takes a baseball bat and air quotes kills this first zombiever and puts it in a trash bag and sets it out on the porch. Well, okay, that's it for that night. They get up in the morning and they go outside and it's gone. And the boys are like, well, you know, another wild animal came and took it. Yeah, makes sense. And, they, they're, and they're going to go swimming. So they go down to the pond, and they go swimming, and, you know, they're having a good time or whatever. And this is where we find out uh, Mary and Sam end up on the floating dock by themselves. Mm. And we find out, of course, shocker, that Mary is the brunette in the picture that Sam is kissing. Mm. I mean, I guess they needed something along the lines of plot, but like it just, it just seemed dumb, and I didn't really care. Yeah. And like it just seemed to be like, well, we need to add some tension between these characters. But then ultimately, when it came down to it, nobody cared. Yeah, <laughs> like, even she didn't care. The, the, the minute was brought up, she looked pissed for about a minute or two, and then she comes over and says, "Oh, I'm really sorry." And her response is basically, "That's okay. We have bigger fish to fry now." Like, oh, okay, right. well, I guess we don't have to worry about this anymore. <laughs> All this drama around this love triangle thing, and then she just drops it. Which, you know, fair enough. The zombie well, Right, I mean, you're, exactly. Zombievers, right? <laughs> what more needs to be said? <laughs> like, later in the movie, they, like, they kept playing to- trying to play it for drama like maybe mary really has feelings for sam and maybe there's really something between them who cares nobody cares yeah. he's a douchebag no. it's it's just stupid well he tries to bang her later and then he gets well they, they get attacked yeah so we'll get i mean they, they basically we'll get there later, we're not getting but, there fast yeah. enough craig <laughs> <laughs> uh, you you're the one who watches three times come on i'm putting this in your in your lap <laughs> I know. It's it's cool. I'm trying. And I'm trying not to be too boring about it. Jen won't get in the water because she's still scared of the beaver from last night. But they eventually convince her and she walks down in there. But right away, she's only ankle deep in the water. She feels something brush her foot and she freaks out. And of course, everybody's making fun of her. And then all of a sudden, Buck goes down underwater. And everybody thinks that he's goofing, like that he's making fun of her. But then he, well... If you're paying attention, you see that the water turns CGI red around him. CGI red. <laughs> Is that a color you can pick out at Home Depot for your walls? <laughs> yeah, CGI red. <laughs> he comes up and he's holding his foot. His foot has been bitten off. And all of this sounds really silly, and it is. And it feels really silly to recap, but it's kind of fun to watch. You know, yeah. they all swim to the raft, and um, they tie off uh, Buck's leg 
uh, Zoe has a dog, a little dog, and and they take <laughs> off its uh, life vest and use that to tie off his leg because you know that would work. Uh-huh. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jen runs back to the house to try to call for help, but the beavers have cut the phone lines yeah. because, of course, they have. Because <laughs> of course. <laughs> And they show the phone box outside, and these two lines coming down from it, these two red beaver scratches across the wood behind the cut lines. <laughs> it's, so, it's so goofy. <laughs> and the, the beavers start to attack the people on the raft from underneath, and Jen is getting attacked in the kitchen. It's like Creep Show too, right? Yeah. Oh, that's scene. totally what it reminded me of too. But but her kitchen bit is the is the beaver attack, the beaver on beaver action. Yeah. In the kitchen, <laughs> and it's not as exciting as it as it sounds. But she's just you know backing away from him on the counter, and he gets up on the counter and is approaching her. And hardy har har, we see what's going on here. It's the visual sight gag. And uh, then I think one of the other they, – they end up off the raft by this point, don't they? Well, yes, because uh, Sam takes Zoe's dog and throws it in the water <laughs> as, <laughs> as a diversion. I, and I'm sure you and Alan had to shut the movie off at this point and, like, take a breather no, before be, you could continue. No, because, <laughs> because it looks so fake and because it's so silly. But, you know, the funny thing is I – in these movies, when this happens, usually another 30, 40 minutes into the movie, the dog shows back up. Like, yeah. oh, it didn't really get the dog. No, the beavers get the dog. But there is, in the bloopers at the end, and I, I have a soft spot for bloopers, especially in a goofy cornball movie like this. In the bloopers at the end, they show the dog swimming around with these floating <laughs> zombievers, <laughs> and the dog is just having a great time, and you hear somebody off camera say it's supposed to be afraid of them <laughs> <laughs> oh god stupid dog <laughs> yeah i was really i was really disappointed we didn't get the zombie dog coming at the end i thought for sure this was setting up for the dog's revenge and he was gonna go and get this guy but no that's too bad M- missed opportunity but they all get back home then it's nighttime and the beavers are surrounding the house. And I just, it, there's, it's charming in a way to yeah. me because the way that they show that the beavers are surrounding the house is just to show these illuminated eyes against a black screen. Yeah. It looks in no way, in any way, convincingly real at all. Like, it doesn't even seem like that's what they were going for. No. Like, it almost looks like they just cut holes out of a black piece of construction paper and shone a light through it. Like, Well, it just, it looks old school, you know? It's kind of old school black and white horror movie. And I and that's what I thought was a little charming about it, you know? This would be like, a, you know, you look out the window and the eyes are glowing in the woods and that's what you'd see in some 1930s universal horror movie or something with a lot less caliber you know it just and i and i liked that like why try to convince us with some dumbass cgi that doesn't look convincing anyway or some try to put a whole bunch of crazy puppets out there that also aren't going to look convincing it was nice it was it was a case of where less was more in my opinion yeah i thought it was fun i thought it was funny yeah but zoe's ticked off that sam killed her dog and so she spills the big secret but again nobody really cares the guy the one that i felt most (laughs) sorry for was tommy tommy is mary's boyfriend and nobody gives a shit about him no (laughs) (laughs) and 
And he cared for like a second too, and then <laughs> again went on. And so then Tommy and Zoe are going to try to take Buck, who's lost his foot, to the hospital. And again, it's just so stupid. Like, his foot has been entirely severed. They've barely tied it off. And meanwhile, he's still, like, running around, like, running away. Like, how are you (laughs) running? Your foot is cut off at the ankle. And then we see the neighbors again, and the wife's like, I I think I heard something over there. And (laughs) the husband... (laughs) As <laughs> one of my I favorite know. lines. Did you hear something? Did I hear what? Banging. Hollering. Oh, it's just those kids scissoring each other to Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> that was my best, best line in the movie by far. <laughs> scissoring each other. Good, good oh, on you, Jordan Rubin. Whoever came up with that line. Yeah. Genius. <laughs> Uh, okay, so those three are trying to get away, but there's a tree down in the road. And, God, I'm the movie, like, so much of it had to have been ad-libbed. Like, there's, so there's a tree down in the road, and Tommy gets out to, like, see what's going on. So it's just Zoe and Buck in the car, and he's, he just goes like, I'm sorry I never ate your pussy. Oh, I'm going to go back and eat all of that one day. It's okay, baby. We're going to get out of here, okay? It just smells so bad down there. (laughs) (laughs) So dumb. It's so juvenile, but I don't care. Like, that stuff gets me. I am like a 12-year-old boy, you know, Mm. at heart. And, And those ridiculous stupid jokes just crack me up i thought it was so funny (laughs) well that character is kind of cool i mean he's got maybe some of the best delivery of any of them i mean he's maybe the the most comedic timing yeah he really he reminded me of the the goofball from scream right the first scream yeah he's kind of the same character well and he plays the same role as the goofy guy from oh what was that nazi zombie movie which one (laughs) <laughs> the Nazi zombie movie. The uh, we've watched them both. There's oh two. yeah, Dead Snow. Dead Snow. Dead Snow. Yeah. yeah, the original Dead Snow. There was kind of the chubby, goofy guy in that. This guy reminds me of of that too. Mm, that's right. But uh, Tommy gets killed because, of course, the beavers chop down a tree to fall on him, and then Smith, the hunter, shows up and and saves Zoe and uh, Buck. Meanwhile, back at the house. Oh no, there's. Well, back at the house, Sam and Mary and Jen are boarding up the house, which is boring. And then they're in the truck and they have this conversation where Smith says to Zoe and Buck. Back in the 70s, beaver fever hit. Stirred up the whole damn county. Beaver fever? Yeah, caused by the Giardia parasite. Beavers carry it. (laughs) <laughs> yes, this whole monologue is this whole monologue about beaver fever. You know, when they were writing this script, somebody just sat down with like, I don't want to say a thesaurus. They just Googled beaver to see <laughs> what kind of, how many beaver references can we throw in here? And oh, okay, beaver fever, Giardia from the 70s. All right, we'll, we'll make sure we get that in there somehow. <laughs> 
Oh God, it's so funny. Yeah. And they find they they get back to the house, but now the other people have the house all boarded up, and so they can't get in. And Smith is like shooting the zombie beavers, and he's got filthy hairy beavers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it never ends. Oh, my God. It never ends. ends. So they run off to the neighbors, and they find the Mr. Gregerson is dead. It's cutting back and forth at this point, and it cuts back to the main house where Sam and Jen and Mary are. And I feel like they kind of get into a spat, you know, of course, because... They are the love triangle or whatever. Um, And at one point they're spatting and Sam says, we can't turn against each other now. That's exactly what the beavers would want. (laughs) (laughs) As you can tell, folks, the writing in this movie is amazing (laughs) um, and deserves every award. But seriously, like, it's one of those things where you know that everybody's in on it. They know how stupid this dialogue is. And, And they're... They're just doing their best to deliver it. Without laughing. (laughs) Right. Without laughing. Like, either in the goofiest way possible or in the straightest way possible. Mm -hmm. So it comes across as really funny. And and it does. Most of the time it works. The, The acting is not amazing. But especially now. Like, before the beavers showed up, it was a little bit rough. But once the beavers show up it, and and it's it's moving, then it's it's funny. Uh, God, I don't know. Smith and Zoe have a discussion about Buck's foot, and Smith's like, "Yeah, they're not going to be able to put that baby back on," because <laughs> they've had it in a, in a bag on ice the whole time. Yeah, right. Like he's just, Buck's just been carrying it around in a Ziploc bag, like using it as a pillow. It's kind of funny. And then it cuts back to the other house where, ever, you know, they've just had all this tension where they've turned on each other, or whatever. Mary has gone to bed, and then Jen comes in, and I'm like, "What is happening?" Yeah, I thought it was a dream sequence at first. I did too. Jen like crawls on top of her in a very seductive way, like it's very sultry. And Mary's like, oh, so you were never upset that Sam cheated on you. You were just upset that it was with me. And I really like you, but this is never going to work. And then, and I honest to God didn't even see this coming the first time. Me neither. And when it happened, I just, I I glowed. Like, like, (laughs) this is amazing. Jen turns in to a giant... Zombie. <laughs> yes. Giant buck teeth. Her nails grow claws. Her face she grows shape kind of changes tail. a little bit. She's got a tail, yeah, that she's banging against the floor at one point. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That kept the movie interesting. And the makeup, it looks fun. Like, Yeah, it's not bad. It's really gross, actually. I mean, it's hard to look at because it's pretty disgusting. <laughs> well, and she's on she's on top of Mary, and she's like drooling into her mouth, like mm. it's it's nasty, but it's also hilarious. And then from here on out, it, it just goes kind of crazy. Jen attacks Mary. Sam knocks her out. Then uh, Buck <laughs> turns into a beaver zombie. And attacks Smith and eats his face, and yeah. and Zoe tries to shoot Buck, but accidentally ends up shooting Smith. And Buck chases Zoe upstairs, where she ends up being confronted by the neighbor lady, 
Zombiever, and she has to jump out a window, and it, it it like from the second story, and it appears that she's unconscious, and that's where we leave her for a while. Meanwhile, back at the other house, Sam and Mary are running away from Jen, the zombie beaver, and they end up in the bathroom, and all of a sudden, Mary is very concerned that he's been bitten and that he may turn. So she makes him take off all of his clothes, which he does, and he's fine. And so then he tells her to take off her clothes, and she takes off everything but her underwear because apparently this actress was not showing her boobs in this movie. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's clearly the reason. (laughs) Right. And then... The zombievers are attacking. Jen's right outside the door, but they decide that this will be the perfect moment to bone. <laughs> this didn't make any sense. No. Uh, so, so they do. <laughs> <laughs> and then the beaver shows up. And, and then Jen, the zombiever, shows up, right? And, she, and bites his dick off. Yeah. <laughs> bites his dick off. And they make a big production out of her biting his dick off. Like, he's standing, she's on her knees, she pulls away from his crotch, and there's, like, long, stringy blood and gore coming out. And it's, I mean, it is it is an up-close-and-personal dick-biting scene that we don't get very mm-hmm. often, especially not from a zombiever. I think it might that, be a first for our right. podcast, yeah. so It might be. We, not our first dick removal scene, by far. No. but But definitely... In this manner, yeah, it was just this. It just went way off the rails. At this point, anything's going to happen in this movie, and I think that's part of the fun of it is just realizing it's going to be balls to the wall for a little while here. Yet, at the same sense, like I said earlier, I just didn't feel a sense of urgency. Like I really cared what was going on. Like I could kind of keep track of what was happening, even because, like you said, one minute they're running away from someone. And as soon as the door is shut, suddenly they've got this scene where they're talking and they're stripping down and whatever's going to go on. It's like the fun thing about, for example, what makes a movie like Shaun of the Dead work uh, is, well, not just that it's Shaun of the Dead and this is Zombievers, but the fact that it's a horror movie as well. As, it's like a horror action movie as well as a comedy, right? And so mm-hmm. they make it funny, but at the end of the day, even if you stripped all the comedy out of it, it's just a compelling action horror movie sure it's scary at moments there's a lot of tension to the scenes and the setups are really good and here you know i just didn't feel like the attack scenes were that uh, yeah i don't know you know maybe it's just because they looked like puppets maybe it's because they're kind of small and you know we've talked about this when little animals attack you can't you just kick them away or get to a higher ground or you know something like that boarding up the windows and the doors would seem to do the trick so you know, none of this really, I wasn't really on the edge of my seat for any bit of, of the action in this movie. And I think that could have been fixed and it would have made it a better film, honestly. But, you know, what are you going to do? I get what you're saying. I mean, I was just in it for the ride. I mean, it, I wasn't, I, I had no expectations. I mean, the movie's called Zombievers. Yeah, but you know, it could be a different kind of ride, right? It could be a roller coaster instead of, you know, it's a small world, right? You know, I mean, like, yeah, yeah. that's what yeah, I'm saying. I get it. it wasn't a huge thrill ride. It was a fun ride. It was a goofy ride. Stuff happened. It was referential, blah, blah, blah. But I wasn't heart pounding in any way, shape, or form. I oh, thought. no, no. No, it's not scary. No. And you're right. 
you're right. There's very little tension because ultimately, at the end of the day, you don't really care what happens to any of these people. Yeah. You know, like. That's true. It's not like you're attached to any of them <laughs> or in any drama. way. They're not even attached to themselves. No. In fact, you almost are kind of hoping that they will get killed in some kind of interesting way. <laughs> not, beca- not because they're entirely unlikable, but just because you don't have any particular connection to any of them. Yeah. I don't know. It, just- it does subvert your expectations in that the woman I picked out to be the final girl absolutely was not the final girl. You right. Know, I thought that would be Jen. Right. And uh she totally wasn't. That that was pretty nice. It was it was in fact spoiler alert, it was Zoe, which is the first girl to take her top off, which totally breaks the rules, right? Right. The slutty and I, naked see, girl. And I didn't expect it to be Jen cuz I thought that she was a little bit too goody-goody and a little too bland. I thought it was going to be Mary. Mary seemed like a little smarter. Not the tough one, but the one with the strongest head on her shoulders. Mm. Um, and I totally thought it was going to be her. So then after uh, Sam dies, I guess, because you die when your dick gets cut off. Well, you'd want to. She runs, and the zombie the zombievers have set the house on fire at this point, and they've boarded themselves in so they can't get out. So she's running around in her panties in this burning house, and then from out of nowhere, a truck drives into the cabin, <laughs> and it's Zoe, which I didn't see... Yeah. I mean, I, I knew she wasn't dead. Like, they didn't try to make us think she was dead. You just for, lost track of her. Yeah, you lost track of her. Exactly. And for her to be kind of the hero at the end was unexpected to me. Mm-hmm. So she comes in, and she picks Mary up, and they drive off. But then they are surrounded by zombies. And now it's not just beavers. Now everybody is zombies, including Smith the Hunter, who can still use his gun, and he shoots at them, which causes them to wreck into a tree. And then everybody else, pretty much, who's died in the movie up to this point, starts attacking their car, and they're all, you know, with their big beaver teeth and beaver tails and (laughs) and whatnot. And the bear, oh god, I loved that. The enormous grizzly bear from the beginning is a giant zombiever now. I thought that was so funny. But anyway, they end up getting away, and they drive to the point in the road where the road is blocked off. Because uh, the beavers blocked the road or they whatever. They built a dam in the road. <laughs> right. Not only do they get out and start walking, but Zoe, who has been a total bitch through the whole movie at this point, is the hero. And she's saying to Mary, it's going to be okay. And she's very calm. And she's like, we just have to walk from this point. But it's it's morning, and it's going to be all right. They start walking, and out of nowhere, Mary pulls a gun on Zoe. And (laughs) Zoe, (laughs) saying what the rest of the audience is thinking, says... Where did you get that? Yeah. And, <laughs> and and Mary says, oh, the glove box. Oh, okay. I guess it's the same place that you got the jacket that you're wearing now, too, since you were in your bra and panties the last time I saw you. <laughs> so she pulls a gun on her, and she's like, I know you're bit. I know you're scratched. You're going to turn into one of them. And Zoe's like, no, I'm not. She's like, but she says, at the very least, you have to wait until I turn. Otherwise, you're a murderer. At which point, Mary turns um, into a zombiever, and Zoe kills her. I only remember how she killed her. I think she had an axe on her. She had an axe on her. Yeah, that's right. She did. She's been carrying her axe. She kills her with an axe. You know, it's the triumphant thing. 
I've seen this in a million horror movies. It's the final girl. She's beat all to hell, and she's just walking down the road hoping to find her safety. Mm. I, I can't tell you how many movies we've seen. The Evil Dead remake, 31, which we did recently, recently it happens all the time yeah and it's that exactly and she's walking down the road and the triumphant music is playing and then all of a sudden we cut back to the two truck guys (laughs) 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 and it's the same joke it's really funny actually where he's checking his phone again the dude says john mayer's character totally straight laced and totally straight says you see that girl on the road there He's like, yep. He says, okay, I trust you. <laughs> and then, bam, he slaps right into her. <laughs> oh, oh, it's so funny. Unfortunate, but such a fitting ending. Like, yeah. just so irreverent. And, and then there's a whole series of bloopers, and there's no sense in recapping those. You got to watch no. the movie, but they're hilarious. You see all these outtakes with uh, the, you know, different ad lib lines, and you get to see all of the actors cracking up just seeming like they're having a great and that's one of the reasons that I love bloopers is because mm. you get to see how much fun the actors had making the movie and it, it really looked at least from these bloopers it really looked like they were having a good time and um, that was a lot of fun and then the credits roll and there's a whole Zombiever song oh my gosh <laughs> basically recaps the plot of the movie it's so hilarious oh it's fantastic (laughs) it's fantastic a lot of care went into this you know the the, yeah and and then there's a a post-credit scene as well yeah it's the carcass of our zombiever bear zombiever bear Mm -hmm. and there's a little bee that is i guess feasting on its blood and then it leaves and it follows the bee up to a hive where there are a whole bunch of other bees and it just leaves you to put two and two together oh ha 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 zombies Zombies. oh i get it (laughs) zombies Oh, gosh i don't know i mean it's a dumb movie i I, i'm not gonna try to sell it in any other way than it should be it's dumb but i just thought it was fun it's goofy and funny when you said last week after we did uh, Hereditary and you were like, man, we got to get out of some of this drama. Let's let's go for something just, you know, goofy. And this you were it. reading through the uh, list of requests that we had. And I said, you came to this when I said, oh, we have to do Zombievers. I mean, that's <laughs> it. If, if you're looking for something mindless and fun and funny and crass and stupid and – just something to have a good laugh at. I recommend this movie. I think it's funny. I think it's a funny movie. You know, as far as quality, the writing is funny. The the only thing that I would maybe say is a little bit subpar is some of the acting, particularly in the first half of the movie, but that's to be expected with this type of movie. I would say that the writing is pretty good. And the other stuff, you know, the puppetry, the effects. It's charming. The cinematography. The cinematography is great. It really is. Yeah. yeah. The music is good. Most of it is. Yeah. I agree with you on all that. Actually, I was even just from the first shots of that barrel going down the stream. I was like, artistically and technically speaking, we're in for a pretty well-made movie, I think, as far as, you know, cinematography goes. And uh, that didn't disappoint at all. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's it's got its charm. It's certainly uh, not the best comedy horror movie we've seen, but no. we've also seen some terrible comedy horror movies. I'd mm-hmm. watch this over Return of the Living Dead Part Two any day. Yep, any me day. too. Yep. Some beavers. I guess we really need to thank Ryan for requesting this movie. Thank you, Ryan, so that we could get a little reprieve this week and onto something pretty light. Uh, we will tackle maybe one or two more requests, and then we have a very special episode coming up for you in April. So stay tuned for that one. If you want to see all of our episodes as well as our back episodes, you can catch them at twoguys.red40net.com. Obviously on iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher, anywhere that you can get podcasts, you can find us there too. Also on Facebook by searching Two Guys and a Chainsaw, and you'll find us there. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you thought of Zombievers uh, and uh, any other movie that you'd like us to do in the future. Until next time, I'm Todd. And I'm Craig. With Two Guys and a Chainsaw. Like these. Oh, Jesus Christ, you can't escape this.